0: We have a dream.
1: We have a voice.
0: This is...
1: The Anchor Nation.
0: The Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. The Anchor Nation. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin Touch, and we are... The The Anchor Anchor Nation. Nation. Woo! And with that, hello, Anchor Nation. This is Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Committee Radio, and we're back with another episode of the Anchor Nation podcast Episode 27, the Nick Diaz of Nats of Anchor. And without further ado, I'm going to let the Nick Diaz of Nats of Anchor introduce himself.
1: Hello, Anchor Nation. I have been waiting so long to say those (laughs) words. I have a smile from ear to ear right now. It is surreal for me doing my Anchor Nation interview. Uh, I've been podcasting on the Anchor app since uh, September 2nd. 2017, and uh, I talk about everything from MMA to video games to um, social media to marketing to literally anything that comes to my mind. I consider it a party. I have so much fun doing it, and uh, uh, it's really blossomed into a whole social media experience with Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and so many more things coming down the pipe it's a full scale D as of not experience it's not just a podcast anymore
0: absolutely and and one thing about nick station guys it's a cornucopia let's go it's nick diaz and knots. let's begin this woo so question 1 nick who told you about anchor
1: who told no person in real life like that i know told me about anchor wow like most people i heard about anchor through gary Vanderchuk. Vaynerchuk. I can always say Vanderchuk. Vaynerchuk. And uh, I heard about it. I I originally said I heard it on Planet of the Apps, but I think I was just watching too much Planet of the Apps, his television show. Um, But I think it was during his uh, Larry King Live or Larry King interview where he mentioned just, I think it was two sentences about this app that he was really excited for, but he wasn't sure what the future of it held. So he's like, not too sure. It's called Anchor, and that's all he said. And and me being the person I am, I'm I'm a curious mind, and I love finding new apps Correct. because I find apps to be like tools in the tool belt that you can just use them however you want. And uh, Anchor, as soon as I downloaded it, and I probably downloaded it in July uh, originally, and then didn't start podcasting uh, regularly until September when I came. To fruition with the Nick Diaz of Nons.
0: Yeah, I, I got to admit that your your journey, and this has been probably one of the most incredible journeys. You even thought about quitting. You were you had a point where you were kind of like, "Could I continue?" And, and, and what was your motivation to continue? I know that's a, it seems like a <laughs> kind of a simple question, but what what was it to really break out of that?
1: So I mean, oh, man, uh, for anybody that you know. Is starting to do a podcast. I think it's very it, it's very clear to anyone that's starting to take it seriously how much work and effort you know the podcast can take or can feel. Um, I never really felt that. I always felt like uh, you, you and you and I are, are, are race fans and we talk about race right. offline. And one of the things uh, I feel. Uh, It sounds very egotistical to say, but one of the things I feel I connect with Senna about. Oh, yeah. uh, Artin Senna, for everybody out there who has no idea what I'm talking about, is one of the greatest race car drivers of all time. And one of the things that he did is always tried to push the envelope. Even when he was in first, he wouldn't stop trying to do better. And that has been my driving force, basically, with the podcast. And um, I've got Creative Juice's coming out of every pore of my body, or at least creative ideas. And Anchor was the first place where I really started to take action on any of these ideas because I've been dreaming about having a podcast for years, and uh, it's allowed me to do that. However, I came into contact with uh, many roadblocks along the way, that some of which I've mentioned publicly, some of which I've mentioned privately, some of which I haven't even mentioned at all. But we shall overcome... And ultimately, I decided that I want to be a podcaster. I'm happy being a podcaster, being the Nick Diaz of knots, and, uh, and that nothing was going to stop me from, from doing what I wanted to do, whether it ended up being on this anchor platform or on some other social media platform, which is why you will see you've seen now the fountain of the Nick Diaz of knots brand or whatever you want to call it, uh, branching out to all the different all the different social medias, including the new one that I literally just found today, uh, which is, in my opinion, Anchor's main competition now, Lemur. Interesting. Interesting. I, I, we'll have to discuss we, that in our uh-huh, for Sure, Absolutely.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it's interesting how the roadblocks and, and the people that have gotten you here to where you feel more comfortable now. And this is actually a great transition to our second question. I know you mentioned the cornucopia topics just a minute ago. Mm -hmm. So the question is, I know your station focuses on MMA and UFC. What is your opinion on UFC and just how you bring the UFC world to anchor?
1: So as much as I do talk about mma i feel like i need to double down on that i am the nick diaz of not and yet i don't talk about mma in my opinion nearly enough and one of the reasons i don't is because at least right now i'm so happy doing what i'm doing that uh right. you know, just experimenting with different stuff that i feel like kind of reviewing a fight that just happened uh it's kind of, like Gary Vee says, looking backwards, and I feel like it's almost not productive. I love doing the previews for upcoming fights, getting everybody excited for these things that are going to happen, but th- then it falls off afterwards. Um, so what I try to bring to, to anchor is um, an understanding for the, for the layman out there who, or for the general population out there who might not have ever – fallen in love with you know the art of MMA or you know mixed martial arts or the UFC or anything like that and still might look at it as kind of this barbaric um, gladiatorial thing which of course it is of course on the one hand you it is absolutely a gladiatorial thing but what I try to help people understand is that there's so much more to it than that it's such a complex thing and and you can learn so much from the stories of these fighters and the way they they not only hold themselves but compete while in the octagon. So I try to bring a very human uh, kind of again general understanding approach to the MMA uh, to, to anchor about the MMA and UFC world, which a lot of people seem to uh, seem to enjoy, and it sounds like a lot of people have started to at least kind of check out some fights. That you know, maybe I've been sharing in my segments, or um, just that they happen to catch, and uh, it's very, very cool to see.
0: And you know, one thing for those of you who have not heard of MMA or UFC, have not seen these guys are, and girls are athletes. Let me tell you right now, these guys and girls they have discipline to the next level. They got trained so many things. Elite they,
1: athletes, elite, or even legendary, to even some. Aspects. Some of them, absolutely. And in my opinion, we're gonna see a lot more amazing athletes coming over to the MMA slash UFC world. Um, And there's so many people in the UFC that if they went to football, if they went to some other sport out there and like really put their, the the heart that they put into MMA into, you know, football or whatever it is, they, they would be on every highlight reel every week. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Their, their bodies are, Machines, and they've conditioned themselves to do do something with their body. Some people hit baseball. Oh, okay. yeah. Some people, um, you know, hit people in football. Some people take punches and give punches to the face. You know, it's just what people have decided to do for money. And as as some people have said, you know, if it wasn't for you know the UFC or MMA. Who knows what I would have ended up doing. I could have been a – not me, myself, but these fighters. I could have been a criminal or something like that. And one very famous quote is, you know, thank God for Dana White. Thank God for the UFC. I can't remember who said that, but somebody said that. And I'm like, man, that's such a huge statement.
0: No, you're absolutely right because sometimes the UFC fighters, some of them, they they grow up in the wrong area. And without this, it's not their – They don't have the outlet to go, and it's important to remain with a sport like this where you kind of relieve some of the stress. We have a bad day of training, or even if you're in a fight and you lose, the next day you want to do smash some punching bags, get rid of it. It's important to keep these outlets open. These sports have so much to not only learn from, but just so many aspects you can draw in other sports. a great point.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, very well said.
0: So question three, and this is, this is always a, a great question, because you got that marketing background. How has your marketing background helped you be creative, not just on Anchor, but in general?
1: Well, I mean, in general, we could go all day, <laughs> night, I'm sure. But honestly, I think Nick Diaz of Knots is kind of the culmination of everything for me because I kind of – I was at a point in my life where I felt like I had all these – somewhat skills somewhat tools and uh but i didn't really have anything to show for it necessarily and so the nick diaz of knots on top of being you know excited about this new revolutionary uh social media audio social audio platform anchor and starting my own podcast i was very very excited and interested to experiment with my own brand branding and the the lessons that I've learned throughout the the years in marketing in the real world as well as in school and actually before right. that um television school so I've got a deep background in both marketing and and media and uh I think that's really um helped me uh honestly kind of I feel like I found myself a lot quicker on anchor than some people might have found themselves Uh, A very common thing that I've heard since I've been on here for regularly now for over five months, uh, or I guess tomorrow will be Friday is five months, something like that.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think so, yeah.
1: And uh, a lot of people say, you know, I don't really know what to talk about. Like, they're happy and they're excited to meet people and stuff like that, but they're not 100% sure what to do with this new crazy drill that they've found in their... Toolbox, so to speak, and I think what my marketing background and media background has really helped me do is be able to find my voice or find myself in these social media platforms in a way that I am not only happy and you know happy to do and it's fun for me, but you know something that I'm actually kind of proud—not kind of proud, very proud of. Uh, and, uh, not ashamed to, you know, say that, you know, I run the Nick Diaz of knots podcast like that's and, it, and it's something worth checking out in my humble, completely unbiased opinion, of course.
0: No, and you know what, one thing I like <laughs> about, no, one thing I like about the podcast you have, Nick, and one thing about your background is I feel like you have more ideas, But you take chances, which I've i seen this through your your progression here on Anchor. You take chances, and you do things like 1,000 Shouts. You do things like the intro that's sick. You do things like marketing strategies, UFC things. And you're not not afraid to do it. And I think those kind of aspects help you. Whether you have a marketing background or not, just taking a chance, taking calculated risk, or even just going for it and really just saying, I'm putting 100%. It gives you more creativity. I think that's important.
1: important. Absolutely. And, and the, the biggest thing that I want to, that you've said so many good things there. And I think what we're just trying to really, because you're, you're an OG, you're more OG than I am on Anchor here. So I'm definitely not talking to you when I say this, but, um, well, I kind of forgot what I was going to say, but it's basically, you know, people double down on what you're doing, believe in yourself and act. Ah, this is it. This is your station. This isn't your mom's station. This isn't your teacher's station. This isn't your boss's station. This is your station. You can literally play, do whatever you want with it. You have to suffer the consequences. So if nobody listens to your show or, you know, for instance, if your boss listens to your show and he's like, I don't like the language you're using or whatever, it's like, you have to suffer whatever consequences come with that. But it's freedom. It's the freest I've found, the freest i found I can be on social media, on Anchor.
0: Yeah, you're free as a bird. I mean, that, that's the great thing about this app. It, there's really no direction. There's really no way someone can tell you to do anything. As long as you just follow the privacy laws on here, do your thing, and make magic happen, that's good enough for you. And whether someone says so or not, you have the ultimate decision. That's the great thing for sure. So question four, what are some of the things you do outside of social media other than, you know, the usual U- UFC? And I know one thing that's been really interesting to me is Endon TV. TV.
1: Um, so if we're, yeah, so if we're not talking about personal life, then, yeah, end on TV is where most of my energy is being sunk into right now. And for anybody that has no idea what end on TV is, uh, my friend – out in BC actually kind of got the end on in my head because I got tired of writing out Nick Diaz of knots over and over and over. And so I just started for myself in short form, right? Wrote end on. And then I started using it in my everyday conversations with, um, my friends. And then my friend out in BC who was featured uh, before the new year on the BC snow report episode, um, referred to referred to this podcast as Endon or whatever, and I was like, "It's so weird to hear somebody say it out loud because I've only read it, and when I read it, I read it as Nick Diaz a knots, but of course it is Endon TV on my uh, and and that is my Instagram stories. So right. I've realized that you know Instagram is fun; it's like a photo album that I get to bring you all along with, but Anchor end on TV is like anchor. It lasts for 24 hours and then it disappears. And what I've realized, especially with the repost app, I can share whatever content I want because it's on social media. It's fair game basically. Right. And uh, of course I do my fair share of tagging people and including tags. So if you want to check out, you know, oh, this guy did a sick backflip. I want to see more sick backflips. Or that bass jumper is out of his goddamn mind. I need to see more of that. You can click the links that I post in the End On TV, and it's like an interactive television experience, or at least that's what I tell myself it is. And, uh, and I've got so many plans for End On TV. Uh, one of the things I will kind of spill right now is – uh, up until now, and including now, I haven't done anything about what I'm talking about now. It's just an idea that I'm going to be carrying out. But on Instagram, you might not be aware, but there are these. there's this new feature called highlights where you can save stories to these quote-unquote highlights. And so what I am thinking about doing or figuring out how to do is do like a television show. Seasons of oh. the Nick Diaz of Nats TV.
0: You heard the first incarnation. Seasons. Season mode of <laughs> Nick Diaz of Nats TV and on TV. Which
1: will be saved in their entirety from front to back every post. Now, I, I've, I have found some issues that some posts can't be saved into the highlights. I don't know why that is. So I'll say most, if not all, the, the stories will be saved in their entirety like an anchor episode. And that is essentially my inspiration for it because I'm doing so much work, sometimes reposting, sometimes editing these videos that I put up. And of course I'm creating original content to put up there because I'm not some hack here. Right. I'm just like taking other people's content. I'm trying to brand it. I'm trying to have fun and push the envelope of course, as I always do on anchor. But um, yeah, coming up, Probably in the next month or so, you're we're gonna see the evolution of Endon TV to have episodes and seasons being saved within the highlight uh, section of my Instagram. Nick Diaz of Knots, all one word on Instagram.
0: Got innovation. Find Nick Diaz of Knots Endon TV. He's your guy. But more importantly, uh, Nick a- absolutely crazy things going on, but I appreciate that because sometimes evolving and willing to change and willing to try new things and test this envelope, even set it on fire, are the things we're looking for. And just real quick, what are your expectations with the season? Is there anything, will you do anything special? Maybe like have a special day for, let's say, like a season one recap, like a finale? Definitely
1: there's going to be a best of the season or something like that because in my head, I'm running Nick Diaz of like anchor, so every day there is fresh content uh, to be checked out and links and videos and pictures and news and all that good stuff for you to check out all in one spot. Uh, and so I'm thinking every day will be an episode and then every week will be a season and, or something like that. I got to figure out some way of doing it. But basically, one of the cool things that I'm, I'm hoping to do I, – I, all I hope for my story – you can't really grow your Instagram followers through a story. It's really through your posts that you can really grow your audience. So unfortunately it's a bit of a sinking ship, just putting so much effort into my stories. So that's why I'm trying to get more value. I think out of what the work I'm doing by doing the evolution of the seasons, potentially episodes and seasons now I'm saying that it might just be weeks of seasons because otherwise I'm going to have, like three hundred and sixty-five episodes—that's oh, that's that's craziness to me. So I'm probably gonna have to do weekly seasons or potentially monthly. Who knows? That's that's how fresh this idea is. But that is what I'm hoping. But with every season, there will be fresh, originally generated or produced content that I am gonna be producing um, to interject in between the different stuff. Which brings me to a point uh, that I want to that I want to reach out to the anchor nation. Use the reach that you have. Use the reach that the show has to ask people. This is an idea that I've had for anchor, and my goodness, man, it's like you've uh, you took my idea and you made. Whether I don't I don't know if you ever heard my idea before, but you took my idea and you're you're hitting a home run with it. And that's my anchor intro. Um, I had an idea a long time ago that we would all just like my intro kind of, we would all work on like a 15 second spot, if you will, or 30 second, highly overproduced spot that we can all share and interject on our stations, um, to include, to help push the anchor fam listeners and grow all of our audiences and my anchor intro is doing that but one thing i would love for people to do to help nick diaz of knots tv is if you have any videos if you have any clips or anything like that of your station or stuff like that i do my best to clip the stuff that i see shout it to planet shout it to declinist or something like that uh, i never say the names out loud but uh, uh I, I repost so many pictures and quotes and stuff but if you have anything specifically for your podcast to highlight an episode that you did or something like that, please let me know, send it to me, and I will post it to Nick Diaz of Knots TV to uh, not only, you know, get more content on my station. (laughs) I I want to help everybody find everybody because that's half the battle in social media I've found is just finding the people that want to listen to you and that you want to listen to and that you want to collaborate with. So
0: No, it's it's important, you know, to get this new first off, thank you for the compliments, but uh, yeah it's important to get new new fresh content, more original creative content and getting the audience involved, getting that engagement up with the audience and kind of knowing them and getting them on the end on show basically with the season mode. You're really honing in on everyone, on honing in on everyone's skill sets. That's great. You don't have to be the best videographer. You can just post a simple video or whatever you want. And you're helping, you're helping your, not only your brand grow, but maybe giving someone else exposure to which is always good.
1: And, and, and most importantly, I really want to, uh, I know this question's going on forever here, but you got me in a talking mood. I just, that's all good. Podcast, so, um, but the anchor fam is real. And I think, uh, we are truly in the age, uh, the, the time of anchor, and uh, we've passed the introduction stage. We're in the collaboration stage of the timeline now, and now is the time that we need to be coming together to put our ideas together, to form new stations, new social media things, and to be producing content to help everybody get what they need out of this thing.
0: Yeah, it's funny with Anchor. It's kind of like you have your stages where find your voice, find your niche, find your home, mm-hmm. interact with people at a slow level. Introduction. Now, introduction. Yeah. And now we're getting to the point where it's collaboration. And not only collaboration, but even something even more expected, uh, 3.0. That, that's going to change uh, the game even more. Yeah. So, you know, we don't know where we'll be in the next three months, but all I do know is it's bright. It's bold and it's beautiful. Let's get it. That's awesome. Let's get it. Let's get it. So we move next on to question. next question. And this, we actually kind of neglected the video game aspect. How has video games and your music on the weekends helped you get through the days when things get tough on the podcast or just in life in
1: general? So uh, I will be extraordinarily honest with you. I'm playing very little music these days. Anchor was so good uh, in helping me break out of my little slump of music, and um, I've been playing more music like in the last six months than I have probably in the last year, uh, which is fantastic, but it's right. fallen off a little bit, and uh, that is, of course, because I've found a new video game addiction, um, and, and what I've realized is that it's not necessarily a video game addiction it's not it's an addiction to competition to fair competition or at least what i consider fair competition and because i consider myself a, com- a competitor right uh and so this new video game is a racing game and so it's like mma you get knocked out or you don't or you you get knocked out or you do the knocking out you win the race or you come in second it's it's as simple as that and uh and that's what I love about it. It's pure competition, seemingly pure competition. And uh, But it helps me because on days where I feel like I might have called it in on the podcast or, or just been down emotionally or something like that, you know, I go and play a race with my favorite car or something like that. Or, you know, when I'm feeling up to it, playing a song or, or just honestly, just playing some chords as the weekend watcher says. Right. Sometimes you just need to play the music because you like to play the music, and um, like you like to hear your guitar played. if for no other reason, play your guitar because you like the way it sounds when it is played by anybody, if for no other reason and so uh, it even one strum of a nice chord can really raise your vibrations. <laughs>
0: No, you know, you you had that uh, with the bass and all that stuff going on. Uh, it's important to sometimes brighten your spirits with music or, or a chord or an instrument, and it really gets you going in the groove. And, and the competition aspect as you said with the video games, hands down. I mean, even any video game, there can only be one winner in most games. I mean, there's some there's some exceptions, but most of the time, you got to battle, you got to have that adrenaline rush, and it kind of. It kind of uh, vibes off you into the podcast. You bring more energy when you play something. You, <laughs> you know?
1: I do. I feel like I do, except when I lose. Oh. When I lose, it is bad news, Bears. I'm too competitive sometimes, and I cannot take lose. I take losses not so well sometimes. But uh, that's the name of the game. Win or lose. You got to show up for the next race. You got to show up for the next fight. You gotta hit that big scary red button and do another podcast.
0: And go for it, absolutely. It's kind of that old ad. Sometimes if you're not first and you're last, but in this case, if you're not first, get up and try again. (laughs) That's it. That's it. That's uh, the greatness of life and video games for sure. Love it. So, question six: Who are some of your biggest influences that you looked up into the podcast world? And I know we got one big guy in particular. He starts with a J. The J R E. The there it Joe is
1: Rogan Experience uh it, that podcast it, for anybody that doesn't know who Joe Rogan is you're living under a rock and I'll just clarify it's the it's the fear factor guy they got the bald guy that did fear factor or I guess he had hair at the time um but Joe Rogan is easily one of the most influential no I I always qualify myself he is the most influential modern po- podcaster I know, and have been uh, inspired by, driven by, and his his story. I feel like I, I'm I'm following in the footsteps of Joe Rogan in the sense that when he started his podcast, it was literally just him and his friend doing a youth stream live stream, answering Twitter questions in wow. his apartment. And now he's just moved to his second, he closed down the first one, his second professional, professionally designed by him and all that stuff studio where he has a full board. It's video, it's audio, it's television screens everywhere. It's multimedia. And he has, he can have up to, up to six guests in there, I think. Wow.
0: Well, that's amazing, man. You know, sometimes people like Joe Rogan, who are kind of experiencing, kind of being their pioneers in their own craft, they kind of make us almost be like, anything's possible. And I think that's the great thing about people like Joe. They really, they set the bar high, but you know what? If you put the hard work and dedication, we could do it
1: too out here. Yeah, and and honestly, I would say it's the Joe Rogan experience, but more importantly, it's the the entire death squad uh-huh. podcast group of individuals who as you said joe rogan's kind of leading the way and as he describes it he's holding the door open it's like he 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 found this like wormhole to this podcasting universe and he's like holy shit this universe exists and everybody i know can exist in it and should exist in it guys Come on, come on. I have no idea how long this portal is going to be open, but as long as it's open, you can you can do it. And because of that, you know, people like Ari Safir, Burt Kreischer, your mom's house with uh, uh, Tom Segura and uh, Christina Pazitsky, uh, we got so many other people. I can't even think right now. Um, I mean, Brian Redband, Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, um,
0: list goes on.
1: I'm blanking. The list goes on, but... Joey motherfucking Diaz, pardon my language, but that's how you have to say that guy's name. I'm sorry. But that's it's how all good you have to say his name. And and all of these guys were seemingly relatively nothing before they started their podcast. I apologize to all of you if you ever hear this. Um but they uh, they were comedians, they were stand up comedians, they are stand up comedians mostly, and with the power of the podcast—they become internet and international sensations. You're absolutely right.
0: The power, the power of audio, the power of podcasting, the power of—I started small to something, and I think that's the key. Once you get to something, the endless options are endless, and we all know about—I'm sure the one—the power of one. We've we've all heard of these terms: one person. Uh, one thing can happen, one thing this way, that way. And it really makes a difference. And this actually goes into question seven. Woo! What is your favorite thing? I'm going to I'm gonna spice it up. With. What is your favorite thing about social media and the fact that it gives you so much access to your Nick Diaz announced fans and the fans out there on all your platforms?
1: So the thing I like most about social media in general is the concept, the idea of just meeting people that I would have never have oh, met okay. otherwise and, and realizing how similar we are. I mean, that's, that's really what I, social media and just this uh, whole internet age has really shown me is, you know, we're all connected. And more than that, we're, we're all, we're all the same. We're all the same, but we all have so many different interests and, and, for me, as long as for me, I'm a curious person. I'm practically interested in everything, right? Which makes social media a fantastic place for me to be, because I am I, I could be interested in um, painting. Not that I not that I would ever paint necessarily, but I could be interested in watching a video of somebody paint tomorrow, or or you know base jumping the next day, and it's and and connecting with these people that are doing these things and, and obviously I'm connecting with a lot of podcasters, uh, these days. And, um, but there's so many people, it might sound, uh, weird to say, but there's so many people like me everywhere in the world. And, uh, without the power of the internet and, and, and I truly feel like you don't get to know a person until you hear their voice. And until you hear their voice, over a long period of time that's why twitter that's why facebook that's why instagram to a point you know you get to know a person but you definitely don't get to know a person like you do on anchor or another podcasting app
0: you're right i think the kind of having that face recognition with the voice and and developing these relationships knowing that we're all the regular same person we're all trying to make a voice, make a name. And it's actually a funny segment because this is going to be a perfect segue into the little guy question. <laughs> uh, my favorite. What is one message? This is the, this, For those of you who don't know, Nick Diaz coined this term. What is one message do you have to inspire to any little guy out there to follow their dreams? Not just on Anchor, but in life.
1: Um... I'm trying to think of something else to say because the thing that I'm thinking about saying, I say, or I used to say all the time, and I'm afraid of saying it on, you know, my, my first uh, Anchor Nation uh, podcast uh, <laughs> interview. Oh, I'm so nervous. Um, <laughs> but to all the little guys out there who, you know, want to start a podcast, want to start a business don't even know if they know how to start a business, want to change careers, want to do whatever. This isn't necessarily going to be the best metaphor for everybody, but I I hope that you will take the message of it uh, and apply it to whatever it is in your life that you're dreaming about doing. And uh, and even this, to me, is... Is, a, is more powerful than simply the words that are said because the, what I'm about to say is, has been evolution since I've been on the Anchor platform um, just through my connections with people and conversations like the one I'm having right now. And it, so to all the little guys out there, build it and they will come. But if you don't build it, there will be nothing for them to come to and nothing for you to show them. Uh, nothing for you to show them, and nothing for them to find it, if and when they ever need to find it. And that is the power of the podcast, of social media, of of so many things out there. Uh, don't even think about social media. Let's think about building a bridge. I've got a dream about building a bridge. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> you build that bridge. You're creating value for people. You're doing something out there, and people are going to appreciate it, whether or not they even realize it. As you're, you know, hammering your first things and like welding your metal or however you're gonna make it, but like, you know, in the end, when you are proud of what you've done, other people will be proud of it too.
0: That, that blew my mind because if you think about build it and they will come, think about even just in history, the things they build in, 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 in you know, ancient times, you build that, look what happened. Empires yeah. rise. Yeah. In, the, in, in these days, you build even a bridge. Like you said, you build a new bridge, traffic comes that way. Mm-hmm. It might it might help something, might help the economy, might help tourism. So if you build it, and, you, and another thing to really quickly add, don't stop. If you have something, oh. you do
1: the two rules. Okay, so on top of that, there are two rules for you <laughs> guys out there. There you go. Explain. This, 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 th- there are two rules, and this is how you achieve literally everything in your life. Start. Rule one, start. Rule two, don't stop. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the, that's the code. We cracked it. Um, it's obviously extremely difficult to do number two. And, and honestly, for a lot of people, it's so hard to do even number one, but a lot of people, I feel like they feel pressure after they start something to, you know, keep this high level of excellence and all that stuff. But honestly, to be real, as long as you're doing it and not letting the wheel stop, so to speak, it's going to be all good. It's gonna be all good, and and people will stay. And the ones that don't, or the you know, people will stay. The jobs will still come in, and the ones that don't, you don't want them anyways.
0: That's absolutely right. And you think about it, if you keep that wheel turn, and momentum is forcing and it's driving, and you keep that up for a long time, you'll get number two done. It, <laughs> you, you exactly. It's it's the law of momentum. It's the law of the little guy. For some
1: people, and that this is the this is the the shit part about life for some people it's going to happen tomorrow. They're going to start something today. They're going to hear my words and they're going to be like, Huh, I should, I should really do that thing that I've been wanting to do. And they're going to do it. And then overnight they're going to hit a success. It's just going to happen.
0: Let it happen organically. Yeah, you go.
1: But most people have a problem with patience, myself included. And we want it now. Give me the success. I want, I want now 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 and and the other the third thing i will say is patience because unfortunately it might take me 20 years to get where like to a place where i'm happy with this podcast or like what, whatever you know it uh to, to have built what i have all the things that i've dreamt about building for this podcast or this experience now and um And, you know, it might take the bridge builder 20 years to build that bridge, but the day that it's done, so to speak, it's going to be no less appreciated than the day, you know, than if it was done five years before, because this is that guy's work. No one helped him. No one lent a hand. He did it by himself and not that you have to do it by yourself, but in this metaphor, you're doing it by yourself. And, and no one can take that away from you in the end.
0: You did your way. Yep, ex- exactly. You do it your way. You do it with class. You do it with responsibility. You never stop. You keep going. And like you said, it may take 20 years, but listen, some of the greatest wonders of the world, look how many years it took. So you're absolutely right. You're on the right track. And for anybody out there listening, don't stop. If you've got an idea, go for it, because you never know what could happen the next day. So always keep going. Always keep persisting. Woo! That's how we, that's how, that, that's how, we, that's how well, I mean, honestly, I don't know how much better this can get, but we'll go to questions <laughs> next. Uh, You're doing a great job. How has the friends you made on an offline relationship helped you grow as a person? And if you could share one message you learned from anybody, who would it be and what was it?
1: Oh, man. I, I've run out of fingers and toes to count on of the people that have inspired me along my podcasting journey. So uh, it's going to be uh, – I'm going to have to shortlist it. But um, there's definitely people that have inspired me. Uh, shout out to the OG uh, anchor crew, G-Sherm Squared. Of course, my brother, I'm on the call with KT. And, uh, and I mean, original, original, let's be real, it's us four. Uh, at least in our little group there. Um, this is what I'm talking about here. People Is we started sharing information and honestly, that was one of the first you contacting me and sending me a private message, which I didn't understand was a private message at first and all this stuff. And, and the lesson that the number one lesson I've learned from anchor is, is something I feel like I do in my everyday life, but, um, You know, especially being on a new social platform. Let's just call it what it is. Extremely social platform. A baby anchor. Your message. I'm assuming it's still your bio in on anchor about treating everybody like family. Yep. That's probably one of the best lessons. Honestly, it's in my head. It's like it's between that and positive vibes. Yeah.
0: And yeah, for those of you who don't know. Uh, shout out to PV, but more importantly, we had a group, and it's still it's still strong. And it's the influence and the fact that we treat everybody like family. We try to do it every day, make things happen. It gives us that extra edge and extra boost to really make this app. It may be in its baby stages, but it's into its legendary stages when it comes to just being a friend. It's almost like we know each other. It's crazy.
1: And you know what? It, I think what it comes down to is we've we've realized in a lot of us. And a lot of fellow anchor, um, broadcasters, producers, that were committed, that were serious, as much fun and laughing as in stuff that we do. You know, we're serious about you know not stopping, this thing that we've started, and that alone, uh, you know, it's almost like the reverse of an Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, if anybody's watching the show Shameless, I apologize if I'm giving anything away here. But one of the things I've learned from Shameless is part of the reason you go to AA and get a sponsor or even become a sponsor is because that person is you and you're trying to help that person get better. And and it's almost like if that person can't make it, how, how am I supposed to make it? And that's kind of how I feel... Um, On this, uh, for me, and it's just the social media journey that I'm on right now. The journey, Um, but I feel very connected to so many people that are, you know, we don't even necessarily have similar passions that we talk about on our podcast. But you know what we do have is a shared passion of creating podcasts and putting ourselves out there in this audio format, and and that alone is uh, says a lot about somebody to me. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just the people I've met on here are so inspirational and continue to inspire me every day. I don't know what I would do without my anchor fam. And uh, I'm sorry to all my anchor fam for sleeping on the call-ins and the listens lately, but you have, if you've never had a puppy and it's not my puppy, it's a, a friend's puppy, but I'm looking after it pretty much nonstop and it's, it's unbelievably draining. So I apologize. It's, it's hard enough for me to get my podcast out, let alone, you know, interact with my anchor fam. So, uh, so that's just my little thing about, sorry, guys, but, um, but the anchor fam is real. It's still strong. I, that's one of the greatest things about the anchor fam. You guys, don't, you guys keep ro- rolling without me. Like, I'm still there. We're still a part of it. But it's like, you know, somebody drops off for a little bit. You know they're going to be st- still there
0: presence of the air is still, the air is still thick of that person. Exactly. <laughs> the, the energy and the aura is still out there. And I think that's what separates Anchor. And not only Anchor, but separates the people out here. I yeah. mean, we are, we're so real to each other. It's almost like we're not even strangers. It almost makes us like, hey, you want to drink on the couch? <laughs> I mean, it, it's Exactly. Crazy. Like it's you're crazy. sitting on
1: the couch right beside me right now. Yeah, exactly. That, that, exactly. That's exactly. it.
0: Yeah. That's it. That's Anchor. This is Anchor. I mean, nothing else to be said there. And we move into our final two questions. Ooh, I just got chills. <laughs> you got chills. What is your goals in the next five years? Gonna be personally, work, anchor, anything you want to share in the world out there.
1: Well, I just talked about a puppy, so I'm I I feel I have a very special connection. I'm sure a lot of people are like, Yeah, I have a very special connection too, but like right. I feel I've I got a very special connection with, with animals and dogs especially. And, uh, I've wanted a dog, my own dog for a long, long time. And I think this is the year to, that I'm going to be getting one. So that's at least in the short term this year, what I'll be doing, working towards, um, getting, uh, continuing to evolve the podcast. My goal for this year, I mean, for anybody that knows me, um, I'm a UFC fan. I'm, more importantly, I'm a Nick Diaz fan. And one of my dreams, one of my hopes for this podcast, I've already been able to talk to so many interesting people, like the uh, voiceover artist from the video game uh, featured in my name, Knott's. That was unreal. But the dream is to one day actually talk to Nick Diaz on the Nick Diaz of Knott's podcast. Wow. And this is one of the first times I've ever really put that out there. But, like, you put it out there, maybe it'll happen. And, man, I want to talk to that guy so bad. I've got so many questions for him. And uh, and I want to hear so many stories from him. But, uh, so that's, it's almost like, ha, ha. Holy shit. Well, you just witnessed a, uh, Nick Diaz of Knott's revelation moment. Holy shit. Uh, For anybody that knows Gary Vaynerchuk, his dream is to buy the New York Jets. Right. Football team. Sounds crazy, right? He's an immigrant. He worked in a liquor store. His whole story, all that stuff. He's probably going to do it one day. But even if he doesn't, he's so happy with everything that he's done at least that's what he says. Um, I realized just now, at least partially, one of my dreams, and it, it might seem short-sighted, but, like, one of my dreams was to have a podcast. Check. Done. One of my other dreams is definitely to talk to Nick Diaz, and I feel that potentially I might be, you know, all this you know, making, evolving my podcast on top of, you know, having so much fun and get to use my media expertise and marketing expertise or whatever, I feel like I might be, like, just trying to make it so good that he has to come on.
0: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You know, expectations are high, and they say it's like, ah, no way. But you think about that's not out of the realm of possibility with the technology and all the things that go on in this world with connections. You never know. It may seem out. It may seem like it's a ballpark estimate right now, but you put in the work, you put in the time, get the right connection. Never know.
1: I've got at least two more to say, and I'll make them as quick as possible because I know we have that final question. I know we're coming up on some time here. So, one is an idea that Sherm's, the crazy Asian, gave me after the voiceover artist from the video game Awesome Knots came on my show, and uh, it's to. Either a get a skin made of Nick Diaz of Knots myself for the video game, or even a character, but skin seems more realistic for one of the characters. Or get them to make a Nick Diaz skin for one of the characters in Awesome Knots. That's another goal of mine is to help that make that a possibility. <laughs> And then finally, a little less crazy idea, I guess, but still kind of crazy, actually, now that I start to say that. Of course, it's something that you know about, that I talk about as often as I can. Osro Hepworth bought the website, AnchorCon 2018. It has to happen, bro. It has to happen. Oh, my God. I'm grinding my fist into my skull right now, thinking about the work it's going to take, but it has to happen. There's too many people that we need to like keep to get, keep together and something like an Anchor Con, in my opinion, is is would do it.
0: Wow. I mean I, if AnchorCon happens, guys, and this podcast comes down and this is AnchorCon and we get that. Remember the name, <laughs> Nick Diaz, but remember Anchor. <laughs> we're gonna make we're gonna try to make some history. We're all out here for it. Let's get it. Nick, thank you so much for that it was an uh, amazing dream. I know it can happen. But we got one more curveball.
1: Oh man!
0: In this incredible night, <laughs> what is one thing you would like to tell the anchor nation that they may not know about you? It could be a fun fact.
1: They may not know about me. I guess there's a there's there's always I've got to, so many things, so many secrets. <laughs> One thing that they might not, uh, I'll, give, I'll give you one thing because I, I, I tend to talk a lot. So uh, a listener once told me that if I, if this was, if he had this under his belt, that he would, he would pretty much introduce himself like this all the time to everybody on every podcast. So I guess I'll share that with uh, probably the largest audience I'll, I'll be talking to outside of my own podcast. Um, and that is that you are hearing the voice of, at least at the time, the number two Tony Hawk pro skater in the, in, not in the world, in Canada. There it is, doesn't guys. sound like much. I know that doesn't sound like much. It's a fun fact kind of, but it's like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater was one of the first times that I, re- I think I really realized that I can compete in video games, and long story short, a competition was done across Canada uh, done by Dep Hair Gel and like, all these sponsors and stuff went across Canada and with Xboxes, tested the skills of whoever showed up for the contest and you could submit one score for your day, but you could pretty much play as many times as you wanted. And so my brother and I showed up at, uh, you know, noon, they had showed, the, and we played for about three hours, maybe at one point, we had 20 people watching us. And at, even after we had blown away scores that had been submitted, we would reset the game without saving our score and people would, be aghast at what we were doing. But my brother and I, we gamed that game, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, so hard, probably the hardest I've ever gamed any game in my life. Um, to the point where, uh, again, I was crowned the number two proni- t- Prony hawk Tony Hawk <laughs> Pro Skater uh, competitor in Canada. And only second... Of course, to my older brother, uh, who is the number one pro skater, Tony Hawk pro skater in Canada. Keep in the family, and
0: guys, anybody out there, if you have the Tony Hawk game and you want to be like Nick Diaz and get the number two in Canada, as a little guy, remember, don't stop, don't
1: stop, <laughs> don't, stop. don't stop. that combo. Keep those manis going. Keep those manuals going. Do the reverts and go back into a manual and do your whole run again. That's how I did it.
0: Don't stop. Do your revert. That's the, <laughs> that's the advice we're looking for here on the anchor nation. Nick, Diaz and Knots, everybody. everybody. Without further ado, Nick, we have now reached the end buddy. Oh, I'd like to say thank you goodness. For, for coming on this show. I noticed it's kind of a little nerve wracking.
1: No, we... it's not nerve wracking. Like it's so exciting. It's uh, like a little nerve wracking. It's always nerve wracking <laughs> to hit the big scary red button. But, uh, More than anything, dude, I've been listening to the Anchor Nation for months now. I've known about you. I've known you for months. I've known what you're doing for months, and now it's over. Just like just like a podcast, it's over, and I'm like sitting here, kind of in like a daze, almost. Like it's like, wow, my Anchor Nation interview.
0: One last thing before we go, though, like I do in every interview. You want know, to DM your social media so your fans can find
1: you? Abs. So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Nick Diaz of Knots. Knotts is spelled N-A-U-T-S. Nick Diaz of Knots, all one word. Uh, you can find me on, of course, the Anchor app. You can download my podcast via the iTunes podcast app or any other podcasting uh, provider. You can type my name into Google and just find me that way. Some cool things that you might not know is you can actually listen to the music playlists that I use to drive my podcast by searching for Nick Diaz of Not in your iTunes or your Apple Music. And now, of course, you can also find me on YouTube where I am posting my Asphalt 8 racing games. So just go to YouTube and type in Nick Diaz of Knots Podcast, and I'm sure it will come up.
0: A man, with plenty of options to find a man of innovation, a man who knows all with marketing, Nick Diaz of Knots, everybody. Thank you, Nick, for coming on. Thank you, Anchor Nation, for giving your undivided attention. And we are signing off. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, buddy. I'd like to formally shout Nick D is a Knots on Anchor. Nick, thank you so much for your time on the interview. You did a great job. Thank you, everybody, out there and Anchor for Land for listening. And Nick D is a Knots, everybody. Follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. He's all over the place. The man, the homie. Don't be scared, homie. Nick D is a Knots. Hi, Anchor Nation. This is Kevin Touch of Anchor Nation Community Radio, and I'd like to say thank you for listening to the Anchor Nation podcast. If you'd like to book an interview or DM me on Instagram, follow me at The Anchor Nation. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, it is also under The Anchor Nation. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Enjoy.